there in podcast land and welcome back to spoilers your bad movie review show on the rat pack podcast network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials each week we watch a movie usually a bad one we crack a couple jokes we give you our insight into the film and we play a couple games at the end i'm your host hollywood and i'm joined by my co-hosts adam and maestro greetings old chums old chum (laughs) this week in honor of the new sherlock holmes tv movie it's just Sherlock, right? Yeah. Sorry. Sherlock, man. I fucked that up already. That's fine. We're delving into the world of steampunk Sherlock Holmes with 2009's Sherlock Holmes. That's a lot of Sherlock I just said. Yes. <laughs> this movie was directed by Guy Ritchie. Nice. Stars Robert Downey Jr., Jude Law, Mark Strong, uh, who Blackwood, Blackwood, Black Blood, whatever yeah. the fuck his name was, and uh, Rachel McAdams, who used to be my crush when I was like 19, 20. Oh, yeah. She's, she's adorable. Yeah. Let me hit you with a brief synopsis, then we'll jump right into it. Detective Sherlock Holmes and his stalwart partner, Watson, engage in a battle of wits and brawn with a nemesis whose plot is a threat to all of England. Guys, have you ever seen this movie before? Yes, yes. multiple times. I've never seen this movie before until I had to see it for the show. Okay. Cool. Why? Why'd you avoid it for some reason? I thought it looked too much like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, okay. It looked like that kind of film. Um, I saw it, and it was good for the most part. Like, okay. there were some things I was like, ah, I don't know about that. But it was entertaining. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't think I would like it. At I, the end, I was like, that was that was, that was was a movie. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. I almost felt, Adam, like how you felt about the thing. Okay. Where you you liked it, you thought it was okay, but you can see the elements of, like, why someone would like it. Yeah, okay. Who's, not, that. who's not you. What this movie uh, forced me to realize is... Or it made me question myself of whether I really like Cumberbatch or I really like Sherlock the character. Okay, because I I I loved I loved this I mean, Robert Downey Jr. He does amazing work at anything he does pretty much, but I think he did Sherlock very well to the point where I was like, yeah, I love I love Sherlock, and now I'm thinking like, shit, do I like Cumberbatch or do I like Sherlock? Because I've seen one of the things that was fine. I tried to watch Tinker Taylor. Oh, Soldier. Tinker Taylor. Tinker Taylor. Soldier uh, yeah, it was, it was way too slow. It's very, very boring. Yes, so it, boring. It's like every great Brit actor in the world is in there. Yeah, uh-huh. Oldman, Cumberbatch, Hardy. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't get that Colin far. Firth. I, I think I got maybe twenty minutes in. I'm like, I can't do this. I got to. I got to be in the mood for this. Yeah, later. it's really slow, dude. Yeah, but it, I liked. It. I liked that movie. It okay. was really good. But had, and old. Did you at least see Oldman? Yeah. Yeah, another character yeah. who's he's yeah, no, not, he's it's, nothing it's, like it's, it another. It seemed character. like I would be interested in it, but not at the time I was watching. It. Okay, it's like I got to be, I got to get in the headspace to watch a movie like that. So it's a rewatch. Yeah, kind of like House of Cards. Also, I'd like I want to watch it, but uh, I got to get into a headspace. In order season to... one's really good. Okay, and then after that, it becomes ridiculous because Frank Underwood becomes like a super villain. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I just well, yeah, I figure. I mean, he and he, uh, Kevin Spacey, I'm sure, does a great job with that. Oh yeah, uh-huh. he's great. Yeah, it's just the character becomes like. He essentially becomes like Lex Luthor. Nice. <laughs> at tor- like in the beginning of season two. He would be a good Luthor. He was. He, he was? Yeah, and Superman Returns. Oh, right. I don't he think was I saw Lex that Luthor. one. I th- wait, I think, I don't know. Maybe that's why I think With he, that Brandon <laughs> Routh kid? Yeah. As Superman? Yeah. Is that where the bullet bounces off his eyeball? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Spacey was Lex Luthor. <laughs> All right. Actually, now that I think about it, I think they, when they created Frank Underwood, they were just like, hey, get us Lex Luthor. I think Gene Hackman retired. No, the other one. Kevin Spacey? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think that was a conversation with Warner Brothers. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> All right. So, Sherlock, man. Yeah, man. Uh, 1891. Right. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on a second. I know it's turn of the century. Wait a minute. 
Uh-oh. I'm on the Wikipedia page. Okay. Just to follow along, because I also am with my notes. Right. And the first line of Wikipedia, oh my God, this reminds me so much of like Jester. Uh-oh. Okay. It says, in 1891, the London-based private detective Sherlock Holmes and his partner, Dr. John Watson, raced to prevent the ritual murder of a woman by Lord Blackwood, who's played by Mark Strong, who has killed five other young women in a similar fashion. Yes. Okay. In the movie, I know I'm jumping ahead down the road. Okay. Lord Blackwood says, we're going to take back that colony, meaning America. Right. They were just devastated by their Civil War. Civil War was like in the 1850s. This is 1891. <laughs> I think oh. they, I think we were covered by then. Um, the uh, reason, hold on. The reason I, this reminds me of Jester is because I used to work with Jester. Yeah. And when he was going to Fullerton College, mm-hmm. he's like, "I got to look up something for this paper." And he went to Wikipedia, and the first line, he's like, "Oh, that's wrong." <laughs> he goes, "Not using that as a source." <laughs> so, th- so this is 1800s London. Right. We'll just say it's around the Civil War. Okay. How long did the Civil War last? Uh, like six years. Oh, okay. So it wasn't forty. Five, six years. Okay. No, <laughs> I don't know. Our longest war is the one we're in now. Oh. The, I Ira- the, the Iraqi-Afghanistan conflict? I thought Obama ended that war for us already. No. <laughs> this, but this is our Facebook longest is wrong? Right. <laughs> so somebody's saying only Obama could, could end two wars, get gas prices low, unemployment's low, and, and still be called an asshole or something like that. Like, yeah. Right. Oh, I think it was... Uh, no, it doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> so, was, that, was that Trump? No. I, somebody <laughs> po- I feel like it was like Kevin Hart posted it or, or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing that. Okay. So anyway, I, I just read what happens. They're, okay. they're racing to stop uh, Lord Blackwood. Yeah. Mark Strong. Are you familiar with Mark Strong? Yes. Uh, Adam? I recognize him. Maestro is. He was in... Did you watch... He was in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Oh. But okay. you didn't get that far. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> did you, I remember you said you watched The Green Lantern. Yeah. He's Sinestro. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's probably where I recognize him from. And he was in Kingsman. Did you watch the? New- oh yeah, yeah. Kingsman was amazing yep. movie. Yep. I was w- I was very surprised by that movie. I was, uh-huh. I was watching like this is awesome. Yeah. I, except the only problem I had with it was was Samuel L. Jackson's choice to put a stupid lisp on. Oh yeah. I was like, well, you don't need to do that. Come on. Yeah. You just took away from the movie. I think Kingsman. That's how Bond movies should be. Yeah. Like acknowledge that it's like a cartoony, ridiculous. Yes. Like. I like these Daniel Craig movies, but they're just too like dark, dude. They're like they're, they're like the Dark Knight of the James Bond movies. Like I kind of miss the older Bond movies where it's just ridiculous. We're like, all right, Bond, you have a bomb in your pen. Yeah, click 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 click. Boris, no. Yeah, it's okay. I got plenty of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked Mark Strong as Lord Blackwood. Yeah, he did, he did a good. He for was the amazing. Few scenes he was in. Yeah, I was like, damn, he was terrifying. Well, it wasn't even just a few scenes. He was in a lot of them actually. I mean, the only reason why it was. Uh, we're well, uh, supposed to be dead for half the movie. Exactly, yeah. supposedly. That's why I said f- few scenes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I did, did I like him. Oh no. <laughs> ah, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> I did like him in the commercials for um, Jaguar. <laughs> you remember that? No, I don't remember. I could see that. I, I didn't see the commercials, but I could picture that very well. In um in a for Jaguar, they had um a bunch of commercials where all the British people, uh, actors that were, that were played like villains. Yeah. They were basically saying that like all. Just because we're British, blah, 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 this, but, like, but we always drive Jaguars or something like that. It's yeah. pretty cool what they do and how they do it. <laughs> I think you should just like look that up. Right. It's like really quick. Okay. I'll put that on my list. Do it. <laughs> so with the, one of the first scenes you see, you automatically get introduced into Sherlock's brain of how it works. Or he's, he's, uh, he's going to fight this guy mm-hmm. or this guy's coming around the corner and he walks you through the steps, which I think was pretty cool. Like, all right. He's going to come around this way, hit him on this side of the leg or the face, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, like, he, he breaks down his attack, 
what, how to do it, what's going to happen, and then long-term effects. Uh, this guy's recovery, probably not. And then, so it does that in slow motion kind of thing, and then it does it in real motion where it's like, it was much faster. It, like, oh. it goes to real time. Yeah. 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 It was, and it's, it was I, very cool. Very so, good introduction into the mind of Sherlock. So those are his deductive yes. logic skills, where he can see everything ahead of him. Well, it's, it's more, more like, you know how like a person, when they're like looking at tells, same idea, but he sees it on a much grander scale. That's all. It's the Will Graham from Hannibal Powers. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, dumb question. Yeah. Uh, possibly embarrassing for me. Is Sherlock based on a real person or is this a story? No, fake. <laughs> fake. Okay. <laughs> he's uh, basically he's like the the Alan Quartermain or the oh yeah guy, okay. or, or James Bond. Okay. <laughs> he's he's that he's famous because of the of, the, of what he's been in. I see. Like, yeah, that's it. Because I, I feel like well maybe this is just from the Sherlock show that I'm watching where he he pioneers the deductive. Uh, reasoning, deductive skills. Like, well, yeah, because he, he, he created it. He, it's it's in the modern world. Well, I don't know. See, I'm confused. Uh, okay. Well, know. the reason why is it's it's formed the turn of the century where everything is changing, and what he's trying to do is bring in co- uh, current detective uh, theories and ideals into uh, an age where they, they didn't have that first, and he does it on such a grand scale and so quickly that it almost looks like a superpower. Okay. Yeah. He's like hyper aware of everything. Yeah, he's in. There's a scene where he's he's sitting in a restaurant and he just hears everything happening around him and it's kind of distracting. It is almost to a point where the actor actually, well, the character actually almost looks like he has a form of autism. Right. You know, because he's super in tuned with one specific thing. It's it's like Superman when he first realizes he has powers and he's like, or Daredevil when he first realizes he can hear everything and mm-hmm. all this stuff happening. It's kind of like freaking him out, like ah, yeah. Or Xavier also. So it's all so oh. with the hair. Yeah, with the hair, Xavier. When you first, yeah, mm. <laughs> you okay? It's pretty cool. I just, I, I love, I love, I love Sherlock. Is the way, the way that he just, if I, it's kind of like the way I picture myself, because uh, <laughs> I, I, I use deductive reasoning for a lot of things and like uh-huh. I, to to perceive how things are going to happen. And I just, I in my own mind, I'm picturing myself being that cool doing it, and you know, I, I'm not. It just, that's how I like to picture myself when I'm when I'm working through a problem. It's like I break down everything, and then I find out solutions through everything. And at work, people are always like, "How do you always figure out how, what to do?" And like, I, it's kind of like a hunch. I, I try this, and it works. I'm like, oh shit! How did you do that? I didn't know how to do that. It just it just came to me. Are you sure it's not based upon experience? Yeah, it is. But it's just, it's all it's all happening so quick in my head that I, I don't well, yeah. sometimes understand how I came to that conclusion. Oh, I see. Well, I feel like for in in a sense for Sherlock. He just does a lot of research and puts it into practice, and that's how he gets it so quickly. Right. That's another good thing they showed in the movie where it shows him doing tests on a bunch of different things to kind of explain why he has so much knowledge because he's constantly testing things no, I, out. I, feel, I forget because it's been a while since I've read the books, but I feel like he's done that a lot in the books too. Okay. And for some reason, the shooting the wall is like a, a constant um, playthrough in more than one yes. Sherlock uh uh, rendition. Yes, uh, the Great Mouse Detective, where it has uh, the Sherlock version and the Watson version. The, the opening scene of that is Sherlock is shooting something. He's shooting pillows to try to get the ballistics yeah. off of the uh, off of the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think I just love Sherlock. I think that's what it comes down to. That's fine. You don't have to read any of the books because they're books. You want By the way, I have them. <laughs> books. A- Alan Quartermain <laughs> is Sean Connery's character in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, okay. That's who Alan Quartermain. He's a hunt. He's like a big game hunter. I see. Big famous game hunter that almost yeah. has like superpowers of life. Yeah. Okay. Ver- so this guy, he's not real. He was created by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Yes, that's right. That was in Shanghai Nights. Didn't they reference that? Yes, that's right. 
He says, one day, one day I'm going to create a character named Sherlock. Oh, no, his name was, I think, I think his last name was Holmes. And then his yeah. deal was like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm creating a character named Sherlock. Yeah. Wah, wah. They, I think they said it was based upon, like, he was going in through a whole detailed bit about, like, deductive reasoning and stuff like that. And then they cut him off because they thought it was boring. Okay. By the way, I never thought of that. I'm glad this movie, because it takes place in the 18-whatevers, yeah. I'm glad it didn't have that fucking stupid Shanghai Night bullshit where it's like, oh, I created a thing. It's called a telephone. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I, well, they, 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 he kind of created a pager. Yeah. Or something. A remote detonator. But Well, no, it was Blackwood. Yeah. Yeah. But I, okay, well, well, I got I got problems later on, but we'll get yeah, to this. So right. do I. So uh, <laughs> they stop uh, Lord Blackwood, who's in the middle of some like devil seance yeah. thing with a woman. I could have sworn this woman was Rachel McAdams. She okay. looked like her. It looked like her. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Like when they introduced her later on, she's like, oh, I'm back for my travels around the world. And I'm like, wait a minute, you were just in a fucking <laughs> seance. What the hell happened? You're fine now. But it turns out that wasn't her. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like it was. She was like a younger version of her. Yeah. By the way, there was there was a scene before this, which is is, is kind of maybe Marshall will, will appreciate it uh, the way I did, where there, there was like, there was a hat laying around. And he just kind of picks it up and then they take a picture of him. In in the in the Sherlock TV show, uh, the Sherlock hates the fact he, he was photographed one time wearing that ridiculous hat that he the Sherlock is known for, which got like the flaps on the side and whatnot. Yeah. In, in the, the show, cap. yeah, yeah, it just like. He was trying to disguise himself, so he just like picked up a random hat, put it on, and took a picture of him, and that's what he became famous for. Oh. The one time wearing the hat, and that's everyone thinks he wears the hat all the time. Okay. So I feel like that was kind of like a throw to that, even though this probably came before. This came before. Yeah, but it's kind of like maybe that's a Sherlock thing. I don't know. Yeah, he was depicted in the in a, in the books as having that what is it called hunter hat. I I always say the hunter's cap because yeah, like it the hunter's has, cap. Yeah. yeah, that's what he was always no, uh, known as in the okay. in the books from like the eighteen hundreds. There's a draw. There's hand drawings of him wearing that. Yeah, with with the with the, the monocle. monocle and his cane and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I just got a kick out of that. Where it's like, where'd you get the hat? Oh, I just picked it up. And I, that to me was funny because it ties into the other Sherlock mm-hmm. things. Because anyway. that's the thing about though, in majority of the first movie, I mean, at the very like first like maybe five minutes. He after you know the guy that you were talking about that he beat the crap out of in like five seconds. Yeah, he took his hat. Yeah, yeah, he just put it on. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah. So it's a few months later, and he uh, Sherlock is back on coke, or is it heroin? Yeah, it's cocaine. Yeah. He's back on his addiction of cocaine. Okay. And Watson's ready to move out. I, I didn't know they were roommates. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I thought they just worked together. I didn't know they lived together. Well, they were roommates, yeah. It, it, well, based on the Sherlock TV show, that's how they came to become friends. They just okay. moved in together, and now they started started helping him out with stuff. Watson, uh, he's set to marry Mar- a woman named Mary. That's yeah. a, that would sound weird. She, yeah. He's set to marry Barry. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to marry a, a character, Mary Mortensen, Mor- mm-hmm. uh, Morstan, whatever the fuck her name. I is. feel like Stan Lee had a play in this. Yeah. Oh. Because you know how he does like Peter Parker, Matt Murdock, mm. Bruce Banner. Thank you, Hollywood. Reed Richards. Yeah, yeah. John Watts. No, no. Sherlock. Uh, no. no. All right. Blackwood. Uh, no. 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 <laughs> uh, and he's gonna leave. Yeah, he's moving out, and uh, Sherlock's not too happy about it because I mean that's his partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't say it though. No, because he can't. He's he's uh, emotionally detached from things. But then he tries to get – Watson tries to get him to meet his wife. I guess he's been avoiding for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Fiance. And uh, now they're officially going to meet. This was, this was a cool little scene in the, in the, in the oh, restaurant. Dude, his, those deductive – I wish I had that. Right? It's so amazing. It's like, ah. Because he, he, he picks her apart and like, like oh, embarrassingly uh-huh. and like, oh. 
like like they like her her ring finger is tanned. Yeah. So he goes, you were clearly somewhere tropical where there's a lot of sun, and your ring was uh, you never took your ring off, meaning you were formerly married. Right. And Watson's like, what was that? Like it's like he learned right there that she used to be engaged. Yeah. But then he, he goes on to say, like, oh, and then uh, you probably found out that the husband wasn't rich enough, so you left him uh, to try to find somebody else that could suit you better, maybe a doctor. And like, mm-hmm. oh. And then she gets pissed and throws a wine at him, like, yeah, you were right about everything, except my husband died. Like, dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then, yeah, they storm off, and Sherlock just sits there eating his food. Mm-hmm. It seems like a common occurrence for him because he always misses one thing. Yeah. But I mean, still, very impressive. Was yeah. that, that was like, wow. Very yeah. good. I guess yeah. that's the whole reason why he keeps on trying to work on the deductive reasoning because he's not perfect. Yes, and that's another thing I like. I like I like my heroes to be flawed, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like that's a Bruce Willis. Well, he was he, <laughs> he was very flawed. He's he fucked. He's, his feet are all fucked up every time. Yeah, man. But like the other like action heroes like Seagal, no, he's not flawed. He's just he's he's a perfect specimen of of kung fu or whatever. And ponytail. That's a bad example. Yeah, Stallone. Or I would go with Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, they, 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 there's a lot of fight scenes and stuff that happen where the hero pretty much is unscathed mm-hmm. or relatively unscathed. And Bruce Willis he's got the shit beat out of him real bad, and that's why he's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, they get the inspector, the chief inspector, tells him that Lord Blackwood he's set to hang, but he wants to meet Sherlock Holmes before he is like his last set to die. Request. Yeah, it's his yeah. last request, and all the cops in the jail are scared of him. Yeah, because they think that he can control their minds and read what they have to say and all yeah. this stuff. Well, just, I mean, just his voice alone and his look, he's just, he got a terrifying. Like, like, Mr. Holmes. Yeah. Uh, the whole time I thought he was Moriarty. Oh, Professor yeah. Moriarty. I was thinking that the too. whole time I'm like, he, wait a minute, he died? Wait a minute, wait a minute, he's got to come back. There's no way Moriarty dies. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing about it is, is like, when you first see Blackwood in the movie, you almost look at him with his hood over his head. Almost his eyes look like they're like pitch, like coal black, you know? Mm-hmm. It yeah. looks, it looks so ominous. I'm so like, creepy. oh, that's so cool. Yeah. But the, he's another, a great villain. This is true. But the thing about Moriarty, though, is that he doesn't like to show who he is. Yeah. And that's the reason why when I first saw him, I knew it was not Moriarty. Okay. I, I figured, because you, you eventually see a guy in a, in a, in a carriage. In a carriage. And like, that's like, okay, that's, that's got to be Moriarty. Or I, I, at first I thought that was Blackwood still, somehow. I'm like, what? what, what? I don't <laughs> no, know. it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. But anyway. At least in the movie it was. Yeah, so uh, Sherlock goes to see Blackwood, and they're having the little uh, repartee uh, with each other. And Blackwood says, pretty much, uh, he threatens Sherlock. Like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not going to die or whatever, and there's going to be three more deaths, and you're going to find out it's uh, unavoidable. And, and Sherlock is kind of dismissive about it. I, I don't know. Cause, I mean, he's, he's going to be hung mm-hmm. or hanged, done, done hungdified. And uh, wow. so I was like, all right, it's over. He, he, whatever you're saying is empty threats. Then he goes and gets hanged. Uh, well, first, actually, first, the, uh, the the girl shows up, your, your crush. Rachel McAdams? Yeah. You find out that that's his former adversary? Um, or, like, lover or something. There's well, she's some... a professional thief. Yeah, but they have this weird connection, which yeah. is kind of not explained so much. What is she called in the movie again? I don't know. The girl. I have her listed as a girl because I, oh I didn't pick up on her name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, is is she the same woman as the one they have in the TV show? I don't watch the show. Because they remember how. Oh, have you watched it, Adam? Yeah, I'm caught up with it, Sherlock. Remember how uh, Cumberbatch talks about the woman? Oh, maybe. Oh. Maybe that's maybe that's a thread in, in the stories too in the book. Is, is there a woman in the books? I believe so. Okay, maybe that's that chick. Fine. <laughs> so she comes to ask for a job, and uh, I, I guess he's been looking for her, or he's been like trying to track her down. 
uh, but hasn't been able to. Her name's Irene Adler. Yes, Adler. it is. Same woman. Same woman. Okay. Same woman. Okay. Irene Adler was also in the Cumberbatch one as well as the same woman. Okay. Same person. Thief, but it has so many... Um, She's manipulative right. and able to hold people within their grasp and her abilities and stuff yes, like that. Yes, she's yes, almost yes. has a superpower of her own, and that's the reason why they find some sort of attunement towards each other. Yeah, and, and Watson even speculates the reason why Sherlock likes her so much is because it's the only person that's ever bested you. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a, it's a worthy adversary, but so it's kind of like this. Like, I don't, it's, she, it's, it's, it's it's a fascination. I don't know about it's like love, but there's kind of like this. They're on the same level, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she comes to ask for a job. I need you to find this guy. He's a midget. Uh, a ginger midget. Ginger midget, yeah. Reardon. Reardon. Reardon, yeah. Okay. You got to find this guy. Reardon, she doesn't explain, explain why. She just says, you need to find this guy. And then she meets the guy in the shadows in the carriage. Right. Who's, um, who tells her, Reardon is, a cle- is the key to Blackwood's plans. Yeah. And then this guy goes up to the carriage, and then the fucking gun comes out from the, from the shadow man. Yeah. Threatening to kill him, he's like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, chap, sorry, old chap." And yeah, he, and then we find out that that was fucking Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And <laughs> that, that was that was pretty interesting. What, what did you think of that? I, I was I was confused the way the way that they did that scene where it's like they cut forward and then backward and then backward again and then mm-hmm. forward. So I was like, I was like, wait, wait. I, I felt like did my movie skip? I feel like my movie skipped or something. I got a bad recording because the way it was cut was weird. I feel like it happens to you every time you look down and up, like when you're writing notes. I think that's no, no, no. This was like in the middle of a thing. Like, oh, he's like in the middle of a sentence to Watson. Like, let me explain. Then it cuts back to the like uh-huh. earlier. Like, wait, did, hold on, what just happened? And yeah, yeah, he snuck out of the window while Watson had his back turned, and he crawled all the way down. And then yeah. he grabbed. Well, he he put on a fake nose, and then he grabbed a hat along the way, and he grabbed a coat yeah. while still tracking Rachel McAdams. And then he, in disguise, went up. He's like, "Oh, hello, chap!" And then the, this when the gun comes out. That's yeah. when he learns that uh, this person has a has a gun coming out of their arm. Yeah, and, and a school teacher. It's in their it's in their co- it's in their coat. Right, and, and, and then there's chalk on his lapel, so he yeah. assumes he's a school teacher of some kind, uh-huh. deducing everything. Uh, goes back to. Uh, uh, to, to Watson explains like oh this is a chick like oh, 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 oh. they had the whole talk about the chick mm-hmm. then uh, black will get tongue hanged again I he's pronounced dead yeah pronounced dead Watson checks the pulse he's dead uh huh they bury him they go to bury him and then the next day he, his tomb is destroyed and he's out yeah and destroyed they, from the inside from the inside and they find out that inside is that Reardon guy that they're that yeah that she asked Holmes to find mm-hmm. so then he brings out his little kit. Which is similar to Johnny Depp's little kit in Sleepy Hollow. Yes. Do you remember that? That's why I think this is like steampunk because like that was oh, okay. very steampunky in that movie. Okay. By the way, this, Blackwood was accused of, I think they said black magic. Right. Using, and for using, killing five victims, right? Right. This guy is like a, an evil sorcerer, right? Right. Why are you putting him in this nice tomb? Just fucking that, dig, I, dig I, him in a ditch I had that somewhere. Question too. This was, it was like a huge thing. Like he's royalty or something. Well, he he's was. a lord. Lord. Yeah, but he's but also a murderer. Like, yeah, this guy's like a fucking... He's like the devil, practically. Well, yeah. Just put him in an unmarked grave. Yeah, right, exactly. That makes sense, but against like judicial rules, it doesn't make sense why you would do that, too. I mean, every person re- requires like certain types of of a legality as well. Not in the 1800s. <laughs> 1800s? No, turn These of the century. People, some people probably are still scared of the sun. That's why they think <laughs> magic is real. So that's so that's why <laughs> fuck this guy, burn him alive. No, this is the Do turn of century. This is, this is where steam becomes like big and like and uh, and buggies start showing up. That's basically when steam goes into punk. 
No, no. When Steam, co- <laughs> when Steam engines, when uh-huh. the 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 Model T, this is when it shows up. This is this is the turn of the century. This is when coal becomes the most powerful uh, energy source in the in the world at the moment. All right, I know. Thanks, Chester. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Holmes is pretty much on his way out. The, the, the last case was a Blackwood case, uh-huh. and now Blackwood's kind of alive again. So Watson's kind of like, I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta take the case again. So he jumps on board. They they, they do all the. Uh, oh, by the way, Holmes stuff. Holmes his whole deal is everything can be explained with logic and science. There's no such thing as supernatural. Yeah, or, yeah. And then Watson's the one who tells him, well, maybe in this case you might want to believe in some supernatural. That's right. the only way to explain him coming back. Yeah, th- this this is this is a uh, uh, Mulder and Scully uh, yeah. pretty much. Uh-huh. Where, uh huh. Where we uh, we got Scully is is just Sherlock, mm-hmm. and then we got Watson as uh, Fox. I like how they how Jude Law plays this character. I mean, it plays like a masculine person that uh, also comes back as a war veteran, and he's yeah. got, he's got his his limp. It, they they keep on saying in like a bunch of other ones that it's psychosomatic or something like that. But you see in this movie that he's even though he's using the cane, he still kicks some major ass. Yeah, that that's the one problem I had with this psychosomatics. That, no, that that Sherlock and Watson they're pretty badass. Yes, they're like Batman and Robin. Yeah, but but they're just like this is a detective. Well, um, Watson served in the war, right? It makes it makes sense so, that Watson would know yeah. some stuff. But Sherlock, he's a thinker, no, not ex- a fighter. Exactly. And he's got he's all cut. He's got he has a shirt off at one point. He's fighting. He's like, yeah. damn. In the novels, he's written to be like kind of like prissy. Like yeah. he's just really really smart. And right. Watson is his muscle. Right. Exactly. And, that's, and, and that's, yeah, that's, that's the one thing I don't like about this. Yes, that 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 bothered me. Like, all right, I can, Watson, you get some fighting skills, fine. But Sherlock. Now, I, I get that his deductive reasoning can be like, all right, if I do move this way and do this, uh-huh. I, I can catch him off guard. But to actually pull that shit off is like, well, no. <laughs> yeah. Just because you think it doesn't make it happen. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be an amazing pool player. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, 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 I see all the shots. Like, this is what exactly what I need to do. Now, time to pull it off. Ah, shit, I scratched. I, 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 what do you call it? Cut it the wrong way. Well, from what I gather is they did this on a regular basis, this fighting part. Remember how in the movie he said uh, – that uh, to Sherlock to Watson that he made his regular bet. Yeah, that means that Sherlock does this on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah but th- that doesn't to me doesn't fit with the character. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, like it, it, it's an action sequence, so they have to have a reason for it. Yeah, all right. I feel like every time you do, all right, it's like you accept it, but you don't like it. No, exactly. It's, uh. it's kind of like uh, <laughs> moving on. Scroll text. Well, they go to Reardon's home, and yeah. then they, they see like. There's like a lot of stuff that's gonna in this room that's gonna come into play later. Yeah. There's a pig in a display with like shit hooked up to it. There's like mm-hmm. a stone with like a rock on it. Yeah. There's a frog with its there's, open There's a frog body. open with its organs and stuff. Like there's all this like stuff that's gonna come into play later on. And yeah. what's what's the other cool thing about Sherlock is he's seeing all this and it's like he's, he's taking it, wheels are turning, but the way you see him is kind of like he's just passing through like no big deal. Mm-hmm. But he's. Taking notice well, of everything. Find out later. Yeah, he goes. Oh, I discovered it in the lab. Well, we'll get right. there. It's like yeah. you don't see a look on his face. Like, oh, hmm. He, he never sits there and ponders for uh-huh. a second. It's just kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, moving on, moving on. Oh, look at that. Okay, moving on. In the show, who does anybody significant play Watson? Yes, uh, yeah, the Hobbit. Martin, Martin Freeman, dude. The Hobbit from the Hobbit movie. Oh, Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, yeah. From, from oh, the- from fucking Fargo. The first yeah. season of Fargo. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! I didn't know he was in there. It's great, yeah, dude. I gotta watch Sherlock. It's now. great. It's so great. Yeah, it's great. Oh my! By the way, it's really great. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Martin Freeman, his acting skills, and this is so good. I mean, he, not you, not. It's a perfect he, pairing. Yeah, he's so angry all the time. Oh, so good. 
I I was I was trying not to watch it because I knew Masha wanted me to, and mm-hmm. I was trying to piss him off the way he pissed me off with Breaking Bad. Then I watched one episode and I watched the entire thing over the weekend, which is like a twelve hour process. Yeah, but I went through it real quick because I, I was just so excited about it. Not 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 Doctor Who level excited because yeah. there, there it took a lot longer for me to get involved in that. Mm-hmm. This was just one weekend, no lube whatsoever. All right, my friend. <laughs> Well, um, Blackwood's men come in, I guess, to burn the place down to get rid of all the evidence. Yeah. Right. And then they go into this fight, and this giant fucking guy who used to... I know who he is. He used to be a pro wrestler. That, okay. that big giant guy. He looks familiar. He comes yeah. out, and he... Uh, they they There's a sequence where they go to like a shipping yard, and like he fucking fucks up the ship. It's cartoonish. Yeah, yeah. it's very cartoonish. That was dumb. Here's my problem with Sherlock Holmes' Will Graham powers. Okay. If you can constantly guess... Oh, why don't I move this way and get? Why doesn't he do that all the time? Why does he allow this big yeah, giant guy to true. fuck him up? Yeah, like if if his powers, if his Will Graham powers were that great, yeah, why is he allowing this guy to just knock him around the room? Because it, it shows even in, in an earlier fight scene where he's kind of he's rumbling with a guy for a bet, and uh-huh. uh, he's kind of like let, extending it out until one scene he, he sees the girl and he's like, all right, I got to end this now. Yeah. So then he just turns on his thinking mode. And ends it right away to the point where everyone's like, "What the fuck? Where did that come yeah. from?" Because mm. the way he was fighting in style, it was like where he was drawing it out, making it a good fight. Mm-hmm. But once it came down to business, all right, I'm going to end this right now because I can. But then this giant comes in, and uh, all right, I feel like in the words of Johnny Depp in the Pirates of the Caribbean, Uh-oh. waiting for the most opportune moment is what I'm thinking. Okay, eh. but but he could he he breaks everything down yeah. to like disable anybody right away. Yes. And I feel like with the ogre guy, there's there's got to be certain like just use his weight against him or something. Like, it's true, yeah. it's true. But like if you think about it this way, from his point of view, you still have to assess. We, even with his amazing skills, if the person is just standing there looking at you, you have to really figure it something out. I mean, with a big. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Well, my whole thing is you always say it in the other episodes, Adam. If you have that power from the get go, yeah, why aren't you constantly always right? I feel you like just answer your powers. own question. No, but I, the thing, what Maestro says makes sense. Um, you have to, yeah, he has to fight him a little bit in order to find out his style to then put oh, okay. that into action. You can't just walk up to him and be like, "Oh, this is how I think he's going to swing." Yeah, he has to swing a couple <laughs> times for you to realize that's how he swings, and that's in fact there was one uh, back in back in high school. Uh, uh, Doc used to be on the podcast a long time ago. Uh, we were boxing at the, in the quad and. Uh, we had boxing gloves on. The Rex got for us, and we were we were we were squaring off. And there was a couple times where I, I was I was just like testing it out. I, I was seeing what he did, and I figured it, I had that Sherlock moment. We're like, <laughs> all right, if I do this, he's gonna do that, and I'll just swing with my left hand and knock him out. And it happened exactly that way. Where he was like in the middle of a swing towards me, and I and I swung around with my left hand, and I caught him, and he just, boom, he collapsed. His legs like gave out, and he's down. Like, yes, I saw that. I deduced what you were gonna do, and I made it happen. But it took a while. It wasn't an instant thing. You yeah. Had to, all right. That's exciting story for me. <laughs> <laughs> so they the go. To, they, they go to jail for fighting the ogre. No, they uh, they go to jail for destroying the ship. Oh yeah, for <laughs> well, they're handed. Well, yeah, they're handed in, in the ship getting destroyed because yes. the, the ogre chases them down to the shipping yard and he knocks down all the wooden. The ogre is doing a uh, a shredder thing from Ninja Turtles: Secret Views. Yeah, where he just he's knocking down all the pylons. Like you, the whole thing's gonna collapse on you. That's a dumb move. Mm-hmm. And it's like he, he so he's all he's taking all the supports out from the ship. Until eventually gets thrown into the marina and then sinks because they, they're working on it. Mm-hmm. That's what they get arrested for. Yeah. Yeah. Huge destruction. Probably millions of dollars. Uh-huh. Hundreds. Hundreds of... Okay. The time period. Which is equal <laughs> inflation. All right. So Watson's, Watson's bailed out by his fiance. 
Right. Sherlock is stuck in there. Then he gets bailed out by the Temple of the Four Orders. Yes. They take him to their secret society, which is almost like almost like a Freemason society. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's like the chief of police, the the Lord Chief Justice. There's a the U.S. ambassador. There's another guy who's in the government, and they're all like members of this mm-hmm. crew. It's like the Masons. Yeah. yeah. And they tell Sherlock, "Hey, we need you to stop Blackwood because he's a former member." And then he deduces that the old man is his is Blackwood's father, right? Because they have similar traits. And uh, by the way, there's another scene in here that are that I I, I keep trying to compare myself to Sherlock because I feel like there's a lot uh-huh. of the stuff that happens. But this also happened to me. Uh, he he knows exactly where he is. They, they they put a bag over his head so he can't see anything. But through the through the the sounds and the, the motions and the smells and everything, he figures out exactly where he is. Mm-hmm. There was a time I was uh, my girlfriend was going to take me to a surprise party, and she puts me in the car. She blindfolds me, and the whole way there, I'm I'm picturing all right. Based on this churn, I know where I am. Okay, we're and she's trying to like throw me off the scent. I'm like, are we by the Montebello Mall? I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> after 20 minutes of driving, I figured out where we were just based on the the feelings and the things. So I was like, ah. I'm Sherlock. I'm Sherlock. That's what it is. The manuals. <laughs> <laughs> so this group, they practice magic, right? Black magic. That's what we're led to believe, yes, right? right? These guys, they believe in it. Okay. So I know I'm jumping ahead a little. Yeah. We find out when Blackwood is back yeah. that all the magic wasn't real. No, no, no. Or at least we're led to believe it wasn't because I fucking crow. What is that about? Exactly. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> so, so, it seems so weird. I know, but like... The the weird thing is like you find out that mostly everything Blackwood did was like science based. Well, everything was science based. Yes, but or or money based. He paid off people to do certain things. Yeah, but I I feel like this this group of people, I I feel like they should have at least tried. Not one magic thing happened. You're keeping this whole crew together yeah. in the hopes that maybe you'll find magic. Like. Give yeah, it so, up. So wait, wait. Do, do they believe do in magic? Point? Or are they all practicing? Are they it? trying to practice? Is magic real to them? They believe it, but only Blackwood can do it. So they're like, oh, I guess it's real because he can do it. Now let's all try to do it, but nobody can do it. So what, what kind of order is this then? Yeah, yeah. I, I had the same thought. Like, are, are they practicing? Are they not practicing? Because if nothing's happening that's magical, then what's uh-huh. keeping these people together? Uh huh. Just what? Because they're rich and they want to hang out in a crazy room. Are you looking at me for an answer now? <laughs> yeah, please. All right. You got nothing right. No, they're pra- they pra- they practice because they believe. Okay. They the basically the outcomes that what they want are based upon just overall like destiny or whatever you want to call it. So this is like a magician's club then. Yeah. They're just hanging mm. out doing card tricks. Well, mm-hmm. come on. They're the the rich and powerful. Yeah. They need besides doing what they do for a living or else have you. They have to like do something that's elusive that's like out of the ordinary. That's so how does a group like that start? Everyone's like, hey, you believe in magic? Yeah, me too. Cool. Let's all hang out. <laughs> hey, that guy can do magic. What the? I don't know, Adam. Let's, let's think <laughs> Whoa, about this, this way. shit's real? Yeah. Well, hey, Adam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, think about this way. Uh, doing a podcast <laughs> when we first started what seemed a little bit far-fetched at the beginning, didn't it? Yeah, well, it, there's nothing magical about talking to a microphone. It is now. Well, with these dots and tones that we put out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So anyway, Sherlock goes uh, to check out his, his, his lady friend. And um, it's poisoned, mm-hmm. and it's, it's cool. As he's as he's passing out, he's realizing what, what all, everything that happened, which is cool. I it, like the trick with the the, the yeah, needle beautiful. in the in the cork, and then you heat the heat you heat the plastic or the wax yeah, over it, was, it and yep. it seals it. Yeah, I thought that was cool. That was yeah. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And it's like undetectable until uh-huh. after the fact he realizes, 
As he's, as he's like on the verge of passing out, he, he sees the thing on the floor, and then he puts the whole thing together in his mind. Oh, she put the syringe in there, put mm-hmm. the match. That's why he smelled. He, he smelled the match at, uh, when he came in, but he didn't know what to do with it yet. Then it all came to play. So it's the same kind of thing as he's walking through any kind of scene. He connects the dots. Yeah, he, he, he takes in everything. He doesn't know what it all means yet, but later on it all starts coming into focus. It's a great power, man. Mm-hmm. Blackwood's father is visited by a, by a crow. Now, this, here, here's the thing I don't get, dude. This black crow lands in front of that temp, their, their, their hangout spot, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where Blackwood's father is in a bath. Right. And then Blackwood shows up and did he melt? What, what happened? He's, he's in his copper bathtub and then all the, like, bubbles start coming up. It's, it's a, there was, it was a, we found out later it's, it's a chemical. Yeah. But he becomes paralyzed. Yeah. He becomes paralyzed and he drowns, right? Yes. Or yeah. he, he doesn't get dissolved Wait, or anything. I don't right? know. He doesn't dissolve. I think he just drowns. Yeah. Yeah. It basically, it paralyzes him and causes him to drown. Okay. Um, the whole idea about the crow is um, in old history, the crow is a symbol for death. Oh, Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee is the, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, not the 80s movie. Right. 90s movie. 90s movie, sorry. Yeah. 18. Uh, whatever. <laughs> 90s. Um, <laughs> well, they, it, the crow is a symbol for death, and the crow itself is a very trainable bird. It's one of the smartest birds. Yeah, man. Are. I know, but the way they're shooting it is the crow lands... <laughs> And then all of a sudden, Blackwood's in the house, and he kills his dad, and then he disappears, and the crow flies away. And then later, when Blackwood is like hanging on the bridge, yeah. the crow lands, and mysteriously, all that shit starts coming unloose. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I'm thinking, like, so was magic real? Yeah. Was what, this crow involved in the magic? What's the, yeah, what, what was the point of the crow? Was he punishing Blackwood for trying to trick the people to use magic? Like I, no, the, the crow is just a symbol of an omen. That's all it really is. The, what happened was just a turn of events that caused it to happen. That's, it has nothing to do, nothing more, nothing less. So it's just like somebody's trying to be fancy with their filmmaking? Like, oh, let me exactly. show this. Exactly. A literary they're device. Roma- they're romanticizing every instance that they can. That's all, all it right. is. Well, that wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. We get that he's a bad guy and he's got to die and all this stuff. But he's not Zangief. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and then the... Blackwood shows up to the to the group to the group, and he re- he reveals himself, and he says, "I'm back, and now I'm in charge." Or yeah. the, the the chief of police says, "Blackwood's in charge." The U.S. ambassador is like, "No, this is bullshit." And then he goes, "I'll take care of Blackwood myself." And he and then yeah. he lights himself on fire by firing his own gun. Yeah, and, yeah, and that proves that Blackwood has magic, right? Or so we're led to believe. Yeah, uh, we cannot be harmed. Uh huh. Because we're magical, we all drink the Kool Aid, and he points at him or something, right? Or he does something. He gives him a look, and then he gets set on fire. No, he just turns his back. Oh, he yeah, turns his back right. to him. Just like, yeah, fuck you. You got. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah try to shoot me. See what happens. Boom! Explosion. Ah! And is that when they all start drinking the? Not necessarily. From the cup? It's also. Yeah. In, in a, but it's also part of an ordained, uh, supposed ordained. Um, uh, story that they're talking about like certain people dying and certain things happening it's all written down beforehand and what he's trying to do is create this prophecy into becoming real yeah so he tells everybody see he tried to kill me didn't work because i'm special i'm gonna give you all these special powers too yeah so drink this kool-aid and you'll be special like me Mm -hmm. or be protected yes whatever find out later uh he had him drink an antidote for something that comes into play at a later point uh so now they head to a factory because now they they got the um, the corpse of the of, of pig, the Reardon, right? Yeah, yeah. So they, they, they had a pig corpse in there. Wasn't what? Yeah, is that why they? Why did they go to the factory? No, because they they, they brought in Reardon's body uh-huh. and he's like digging under his fingernails. And oh all yeah, stuff, that's right. Oh, he's here. probably at, at the. He works at the so and so place by the ravine or right. whatever. That's yeah. right. 
So and at, at this point, Sherlock already knows what, he, what has to happen. He's he's already, he, but he's he's tricking Watson into becoming involved so that he's like invested in it. Uh huh. And you can see it on Sherlock's face, like, yeah, I know. Come on, what, connect <laughs> the dots, Watson. Come on, <laughs> come on. Yes. Oh, good idea, Watson. Let's do that. <laughs> well, that's 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 what they did in the book too. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. Sherlock plays everybody very well. Yeah. So they go to the factory and uh, they get trapped. Kind of. How do they? How do they get captured? Well, Rachel oh, no. McAdams right. is there. The girls. Yes. She's she's trapped there, and um, it's it's like a video game. It, it's like the level. This is supposed to be like a slaughterhouse, right? Yeah. I feel like all the shit in here comes from a video game. It's like the scene in Galaxy Quest where they're in the core. Yes. Yeah. And it's all those hammers, and she's right. like, "Why would this exist in our ship?" <laughs> like, I feel like that's like that's this kind of slaughterhouse. Just well, like a, it's just yeah. a video game level. Yeah. Why? Why were the pegs set on fire? What, what does that roast, do? Roast pigs. I feel, I feel like that. Does that, that is, kill all the like, germs? It on can. The pigs. It, I don't, it, I don't it, know. It can, it can kill all the residual <laughs> on the top. I think. I feel like that is a legitimate process. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a botanist, so I can't tell you how pigs are actually prepared. Can with this botanist? <laughs> no, you're not a butcher, right? No, he's a botanist. <laughs> yeah, but they, they 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 burn the pig to char the outside, maybe to loosen it up so it get. It cuts better or something. They saw it in half. Oh, maybe. It gets put on different assembly lines it's, and whatnot. It, it, that's exactly what it is. It's an assembly line. Yeah. What, it, what it's doing is, because like, you know how like back in those days, they didn't have like refrigerators. Mm-hmm. So they had to create processes for meat to last longer, being salted, cooked, smoked, whatever else have you. This is the process. Yeah. Okay. So the, the pig gets cut in half, and then it gets put into places. But Rachel McAdams is set on the hook, so she's about to get cut in half. So Watson and Sherlock have to figure out a way to stop everything and... What, Sherlock does his thing. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Oh, let's do these things, and it happens, and it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, unnecessary part where she almost dies. They're like, "Oh, I got caught right next to the blade." But yeah. I'm like, "All right, it's fine. Survive." Yeah. Level two. They chase after Blackwood, and uh, he trips over. Oh, earlier in the movie. Oh yes, he was about to attack Blackwood in the op- opening scene. Yeah. And then Sherlock stops him, and because sticking out of his hands was a thin thing of glass. Yes, super thin. That was going to cut Watson. Yeah. So Sherlock Holmes knew that to look for that. Yeah. So when Watson's on goes bandit chasing after Blackwood, he trips a wire, and Blackwood's on the boat taken off from this little island and he's yeah. saluting him like see, see you old chap yeah. and then boom 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 all these explosions. explosions yeah and I thought Watson died I thought they killed Watson I did too well I I, I knew he couldn't die but it's like that's how are you gonna explain this guys yeah alright no he's dead he, he tried to explain that away uh huh they did he was fine <laughs> he just got a couple scratches what not explode <laughs> this is the 1890s but medical science isn't that great still I, I yeah. feel like he would be dead still absolutely yeah but you're right. Watson can die. Yeah, yeah. Not not like this. Not. I mean, if they're gonna do a, a, a trilogy of these, I think he dies eventually in one of the books. Who? Watson. No, no. I thought no. it was uh, Holmes that dies. Oh, oh. I'm sorry, Adam. Did we break your heart? I don't know. <laughs> well, he died in the in the TV show also, kind of. What? Spoiler alert for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good. Oh, such a good show. <laughs> such a good show. You gotta watch that, man. I, I believe from the memoirs, it's Watson that's telling the whole story. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. They alluded to that in the thing also, yeah. where she's like saying, what, what were all these documents? Like, uh, oh, they're just scribblings. No, those are your stories of adventures. So that's, that, that's how we learn about Sherlock is through Watson. I see. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Is that a is that a Hollywood interesting or an Adam interesting? That's an Adam interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. I, when I say interesting, I, I generally mean it. And mine is just like a place filler. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. No, no. Wait, when I say interesting, it's because I literally find it interesting. Oh, okay. Unless he's talking to me, then it's just trying to get the story to move along. Then it's the Hollywood interesting. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> it's rare that I do a Hollywood interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I got a show interesting too? God damn it. All right, so... Uh, the, the chief of police issues a, an arrest warrant for Sherlock Holmes now. Yeah. Because he was told by Blackwood, you know... Well, for, uh, first... You gotta he, get he, this guy. He, he's, he's in a room now. Uh, he wakes up uh, after uh, something. Why, why did he pass out? Oh, no, he was just, like, thinking too much and he passed out. Yeah. He wakes up. Richard McAdams is there. Uh, Jude Law is there. And they're, they're t- he starts telling the plan, like, this is what everything is happening. I figured it out. Oh, he decided to use, uh, like, black magic super... He, in order to learn how Blackwood thinks, yeah. he decides to do... Even though he doesn't believe in, like, the spiritual world or magic or any yeah. of this, he decides to do it. So he writes, like, the pentagram star on the on the, on the the floor, and he has, like, the goat and all right. this, like, crazy shit. And that's when he passes out. Right. He's recreating everything that he thinks Blackwood is doing to try uh-huh. to figure out, from his point of view... And he starts connecting dots and everything, and it all becomes like boom, light bulb. Starts I, connecting all the dots. And I did like this. Do you remember how how he came to the conclusion with everybody? The Sphinx, the Sphinx, the mythical creature. Yeah, they believe the Sphinx is a gateway to another world. Yeah, and the Sphinx is made up of parts of a man, an eagle, an ox, and a lion, and a lion. Okay. <clears throat> and he said, "There's four targets. The um the man represents Reardon." The ox represents Blackwood, uh, Blackwood Sr. because he wore the ox ring. Right. The American who was killed represents the eagle because he's an American and that, uh, the eagle is the American symbol. He goes, so that means the, the lion is the next target. Right. And then the, each person was killed, um, forming a perfect cross. Yes, the pentagram. No, it, no, it was four. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Forming in that shape, yeah. right? So that means it's the uh, the next target is Parliament. He deduced it was Parliament because of its positioning on the map. Yeah, and the the Parliament or the government, um, what the fuck are they called? Um, uh, Par- uh, parliamentaries. <laughs> sure, Parliament. Oh yeah, Parliament is the is their government. Sorry, yeah. Ugh, sorry. So Parliament represents the lion because right. the the lion is a symbol for the Parliament. Okay, um, Blackwood set this up, right? Right. I feel like if the world's greatest detective, you're trying to. I feel like you shouldn't make things this obvious where you kill him in in a in an area where he can deduce that the next target is going to be part. I feel like you should just kill them randomly just to throw them off. Like why why are you giving the world's greatest detective well, the chance to? And I know you try to blow him up in the little island factory. Well, but, no, 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 no. But cover all your bases. Well, it, think about it this way, and eventually you're going to have to finish the the sequence. No, it, the, the reason why they're killed in those locations is because that's oh, part, it's part of the ritual. Part of the, the ritual. quote unquote ritual. Yes, it has to be that oh, way. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you just kill them randomly, then they could. Yeah, you could Wait, spread so them out. Why, it's so, called serial so killing. So, what the fuck was the point of that opening scene? Did he even need to kill those five women, or was that all just a part of that? Was did all, he need that to get arrested so that he can be hung? I feel like that was just to like solidify mm. his abilities of magic. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that was to get his uh, his friends in the magic club to start believing that he's. <laughs> The awesome. Magic club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he figures out the whole thing, and then uh, the, the cops raid the place. He gets Watson and um, Rich McAdams. Yeah, Rich McAdams. They they escape. He gets he goes to jail or not to jail. He gets taken to the chief of police. The, the chief of the magic club. That. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, yeah. The, the chief of police takes him to the chief of the magic club. Yeah. And they're talking, and uh, Holmes uh, not so. Uh, 
discreetly closes the hatch to the fireplace, so the room starts filling oh, the with vent. smoke. Yeah, yeah. which but, is cool. <laughs> the way he does it is the cop, the chief of police, has his back to him. He's like, "Let me explain our whole plan while my back is to you." Right, greatest detective in the world. Right. So this was it was it was a bond this was a bond villain moment. Yeah. Well, he's also young. Yeah, and he's dumb. But he he's chief of police. He must whoa, be good no, at being a cop whoa, to move no, up there. No, no, he's not the chief of police. No, no, he's just the guy from the magic club. Yeah. No, but he's the he's the chief of police. Is he? Yeah. He's the one who issues cuz Blackwood tells him issue a warrant for the arrest of Sherlock Holmes. Oh, so he's like the DA. So he's the oh, he's like the main Okay. Like, the he's chief the boss of police of, is his he, friend. No, he's the chief inspector. Oh, but shit. like this guy is the boss of like, all lead, the cops. That's basically, lead detective. Okay, yeah, all right. His friend is the lead detective, and then this guy is like Commissioner Gordon. Oh, okay. Yeah, this guy in the Magic Club is the boss of all the cops. I just, feel, I just didn't believe it because he looks so young. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that either. I thought yeah. he was just some guy that was rich. Yeah, in the Magic Club. That's what I felt too. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so he goes and he's talking to the guy and. Uh, he disappears into the smoke, and uh, he's like figuring out from that. Me- he he needed to get caught and to get in that meeting to kind of flush out the rest of his plan uh-huh. or d- deduce extra details about mm-hmm. what's happening. And then he figures out the whole plan now, which is they're going to blow up Parliament, and uh, the bombs are in the sewers because oh, I could tell by the smell on you, the manure or whatever is uh-huh. that means you were in the sewers recently. And so he knows he now knows everything he needs to know. Uh-huh. Jumps out the window. Uh, they pick him up. The, the sailor picks him up. Yeah. Watson rolls, uh, ropes him in. All right, let's go to the tours, guys. Let's go. They go down there, and there's a machine. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I think it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be cyanide gas. Yeah, it's. They they take cyanide and they put it in the pig stomach for some sort of fermentation, fermentation mm-hmm. that makes it uh, easily transfused into air molecules and uh, put into the things with other. I places. You're a botanist. <laughs> I'm not a botanist. I keep saying I'm not a botanist. Why do you think I'm a botanist? I'm not a botanist. You keep on saying the word. I don't think you know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> so we find out that all the magic bullshit is bullshit yeah it was science the whole time yes always science he deduced that the guard who was scared he was paid off um all the stuff that was in the lab he figured out what it was because um the way the pig was in the, in that reardon's uh apartment it had yeah. all the clues right like the way the pig was killed uh the, the pig was like in some like yeah, thing they were and- using the pig to ferment they used the frogs to test the poison that killed the dad guy with the copper and the it was a way that it was a certain mixture of the yeah. wet water and the copper the the explosive thing is the same thing that blew up the warehouse was on that little tablet thing and and sherlock is already he's knowing all this stuff as, as it's happening uh-huh and now they, they have to try to stop the machine, but they can't because it's welded shut. They need a controlled explosion in order to make it work. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the ogre comes back in, still not. At this point, he should know all he should his know. moves. Yes. <laughs> At this point, yes. He should yeah. use his Sherlock skills to, to, to disable the ogre. Uh-huh. But it, it doesn't work out. Uh, the girl ends up stealing the contraption. Uh, she takes the, they, they, they stop Blackwood's plan from happening. Uh, and, and the plan was the gas was supposed to go into Parliament. And kill everybody in Parliament except for the the Magic Club, which took the the serum uh-huh. that she gave to them, making him believe that it was a, a antidote or that it was it was black magic, but it was just an antidote he gave him. Yeah. So was he, you know how he said uh, we're going to rule the world with with what's coming? Yeah. Is he talking about chemical warfare? Is that is that what he's because he said we're going to rule the world with what we have mm-hmm. cooking up? He no, it's 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 the fear that it creates. Oh, okay. That chemical warfare was I think only meant for Parliament. But that was going to make everybody believe. That was going to make the world show. That was going to show the world that hey, this guy controls magic, so he can exactly. take over. So your... don't mess with him. Oh, okay. he's, he's all you. powerful. I got you. For some reason, I think about the magic school bus whenever you guys talk about the magic club. Okay. 
And Blackwood is Mrs. Ferguson. Oh, my. No? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, they stop the machine, and um, Rachel McAdams grabs the cyanide the cyanide uh, capsule yeah. or the, the, the jar, whatever whatever is holding the cyanide uh, yeah. rocks, and she flees. And, the, and he's like, oh, come back, old chap. That's, that's my like, British go-to <laughs> is old chap. Oh, I thought, I thought that was the battery. No, no, it was the actual gas. It's the actual cyanide. Uh, the, the, it's the rocks that make the yeah. cyanide. That's huh. what she stole. Yeah, she stole that and runs off. Uh, I thought it was a power source. I thought that was originally mm. what it was. No. no, it was the cyanide rocks. That comes in later. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, so she runs off. Sherlock chases her. And uh, there's, there's. They go to the bridge that's under construction. Yeah. The the Tower Bridge. That's Tower what it's called. London. No, not Tower London. The bridge. It's called the Tower Bridge. Tower Bridge, yeah. Mm hmm. So there, there's a scene. London bridge. There's a scene here. No, that's, it's, it's the Tower Bridge. Damn it. <laughs> well, did it fall down? London Bridge falling down? Well, someone did. All right. Uh, so there's there's a really dumb scene here that I I didn't appreciate too much where uh they they, they meet up Sherlock meets up with Rachel McAdams and he's like chasing her like all right I'm not gonna chase you anymore I'm like oh I don't want to run anymore I'll tell you everything I swear to God and then boom it's it's like that whole thing about like I got something really important to tell you but first let me tell you this <laughs> yeah. it was one of those kind of things like ah oh, come on that was dumb from obsessed yeah from every stupid movie <laughs> and then Blackwood shows up and he they, they fight uh, pushes Rachel McAdams off the edge of the thing she's a spoiler okay uh, <laughs> Uh, and then they they have a little fighting scene, and he, as Sherlock is like telling him, "Hey, I knew everything the whole time," he's like on the verge of falling off the bridge. Also, he's got this giant weight on him. Yeah, he was about to die like the Joker in the first Batman movie. Yeah, remember he threw the the battering around the statue and the Joker's foot, and he's just hanging <laughs> on the. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was about to go the same way. And then that crow shows up again, and then magically all the shit above. <laughs> Him starts moving on yeah. its own, and then it like grabs him and it, it pretty much hangs him. Yeah. So the, and then the crow flies off at, and I know what you're saying. It symbolizes a murder or death. That's where I'm still like, wait a minute. So magic is real because that crow showed up again. Yeah. I, I guess what it comes down to it is that not everything is um, explainable. Right. That's true. So that's pretty much it. Well, you find out that she tells. Sherlock Holmes, the guy I work for, his name's Moriarty, and he's a professor, and he's dangerous. He's smarter than you. He's right. more cunning than you. He's more evil, and uh, he's more devious. Right. And, th- and then there's a part here that that uh, I think is also confusing and dumb, where apparently the whole thing was set up so that Moriarty can steal the remote trigger. That's what he was. That's what got ah, by yeah. it was by Moriarty. So, because they, they find a, a cop dead in a sewer. He was first on the scene. That's when Sherlock realizes, oh. Was he killed by a, a weapon at yes, close range? Exactly. So Moriarty killed the guy to get that piece. Yes. Now, the part that I don't understand is how did Moriarty know all this stuff? How did he know that this machine was being made and, and, and that he would need that one piece? So that, so that, that from the beginning, Moriarty uh-huh. knew everything already and yeah. he set up this entire thing just to get that piece. Mm-hmm. How did he know about that? That's not explained in the movie, but it's explained that he has a lot of spies. Yeah, but I mean, he, he was trying to find the midget dude, and the, the midget dude was supposed to have the piece, but then he died, so then he realized, oh, well, he's dead. I guess I'll just wait till the end and, <laughs> and then get well, the piece myself. Because, yeah, because he's smart enough to figure out himself, but if with the, the connecting piece missing, why not just wait until the final pieces and then back travel towards what it's, how it was made? So he's smart enough to figure out how everything is happening, but he can't make that damn thing himself? Doesn't have to be. I mean, like, he's smart. Right, but not that smart, I guess. 
I mean, like he's he, not as smart as Blackwood to create this whole remote device thing. He he he's stealing somebody else's invention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought he was like all powerful, super smart. No, no, no. You well, know, no, Moriarty as a character, he's on Sherlock Holmes's level. Right. But he has like guys who work for him who do all the dirty work for him, and then he he doesn't have to like invent things. That's the thing I didn't like about this movie. Sherlock Holmes earlier in the scene, he's like, "Oh, I'm trying to invent this thing." Sherlock Holmes isn't an inventor. He's just a guy who's really smart. Right. Like Moriarty doesn't need to invent anything. Like he has goons who can do it for him. The, what you find out about Professor Moriarty is like he manipulates so many like different people while hiding in the shadows. Like you never realize that it's actually Moriarty behind everything. That that's the whole point of Moriarty. All right. So basically, he doesn't lend a finger, and his name and face is unsoiled by whatever happens. He's I, like Gustavo Fring, dude. Okay. Like like you don't know who's pulling the string. Right. Like he has Mike. He has Saul. He has all these guys working for him. I just, I just found it weird that the whole time he was just trying to get the remote device piece. I know. For something else. I'm like, all right. but So that means he had to know too many things. That had he known all those things, then he could have just stolen it earlier or a different uh-huh. way. It's, it's just uh, that, that part didn't sink well with me. I feel like the reason why he did that was so he wouldn't have fingers pointed at him. Well, if you knew Reardon, why didn't you just tell Reardon, hey, you make that for me. Don't make, make it for Blackwood because and the Magic that, Club. Exactly. But then Reardon is a, is a reason. He could start blabbing out who he was making it for, well, too. kill him. Exactly. But <laughs> it's, with your really small gun. True. <laughs> but think about it this way. He let Blackwood do everything. Let him be the cause of everything. And then just take everything in the, in the, in the craziness that ensues. Basically... Everyone thinks that Blackwood's dead and the cause of the whole situation, and you still get your device, not without anyone knowing anything about it. Right. <laughs> you look so defeated, Adam. No, it just, it just, it's just. I thought you liked this movie. I, I did, but that, 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 that's the one thing. Oh, okay. It was just kind of like, wait, what? Why did you have to put that in the movie? Okay. It makes sense. No. Yeah, it does. All right. Think about anonymity. That's what he wants. Understood, but it just, he, has, he has too much knowledge. He has all the knowledge in different ways. I feel like you actually need to read the novels to understand this. That's not going to happen. But exactly. <laughs> hold on. But but in the sake of the movie, it's not your job as the movie as the audience to know this. Inf- the idea should be you're entering this world with all the knowledge of what's presented to you. Like right. They should at least say, "Oh, Moriarty has spies everywhere. He's the like." Well, this is the problem. What's the, what's the constant? What what constitutes the fact when you say you're supposed to explain everything to someone, and to the point where you're giving too much information? Well, at this point, uh, we too just, uh, specifically, because this is a visual medium. Like everything, everything about the characters, I'm supposed to be fed. Is he the crow? In the <laughs> look, think is about, that what it is? Think, think about it this way: you guys have never wa- read any of the Sir Arthur Conan Doyle books, right? No. no. Yet you like the movie. Yeah, I didn't like the movie. It was all right. It was all right. I like the movie, but that one part was like, why? Then this is the point about it. Because the people that did read the books, they know reasons why certain things happen that you don't. But you still like the movie. But there's a way to include the readers without losing the non-readers. They did that miraculously very well. No, they lost me as a non-reader. Well, of course, but you like the movie. Yeah, but that part's confusing. So, like, you like, still like the movie. Sup- supposedly, I haven't seen the the new Star Wars movie yet, but mm-hmm. from what I hear, it's kind of a standalone. Where you, this is a good entry point for the Star Wars if you're not haven't seen the earlier ones. It kind of is 
but it borrows a lot from. A wait, new wait, hope. wait, wait! Don't say anything. I know. Don't yeah, say yeah. anything. It's like beat beat wise. It's the same idea as a new hope. There's a person who's on a desert planet who right. wants to leave. Like I'm, I'm sure there's, there's things a guy that in are all gonna. Black. Yeah, it's very, very similar. There's gonna be things that are in the movie that an original watcher be like, "Hey, I know that. Hey, yeah. I know that." Uh-huh. But somebody coming in is not gonna be like, "What the fuck is happening? Yeah. What is that? Why is there a crow?" Well, like you get the gist of like. The importance of like Han, when Han Solo and Chewie are introduced, like you kind of get that they're important. Yeah, like you don't have to know the yeah. other movies to. Understand but that's that's it. the kind of I know. But what I'm saying is, as a moviegoer, it's not my job to know exactly the stuff before Moriarty should. It should be told to me in this movie that Moriarty is a guy who manipulates and right. plays everything from behind. At this point, he's just a guy in a carriage. Exactly, yeah. a guy in a, a carriage. Teacher. A guy, yeah, a school. A supposed a school professor. teacher. Professor. A professor. Oh. Okay, but. The thing about it is, is you don't know he's all powerful. Yeah, you don't know he's all smart. Right, and that's why it's confusing. Why he found out the whole thing just to get the one remote piece. <laughs> he's a school. He's a professor. How did he know all the things to get the one thing? The girl. The girl didn't know. Exactly. Yes, she did. No. Yes, she did. No, she was a distraction. She was a diversion. She not only a distraction, she, not she, only a diversion. She was a spy. She got information. Why did you think she put? Sherlock Holmes on the situation from the beginning because she's been watching Sherlock Holmes from a long time ago and Moriarty is is her boss. Right, but but how does she know about the remote detonator? Because she's I, been spying as well. I don't think she knows. I don't think... Uh, nobody should know. What do you mean no one they should just, know? They, they both found out at the same time, hey, that's a remote thing. Hey, well, we can't open it because it's welded. Yeah. Well, let's think about it this way, though. I mean, who invented it? It wasn't Blackwood. I don't know. It was the midget. He, he yeah, he did some of the the, the technical work. He uh, that's did why, the technical yeah, work. But that's why he was trying to find him. Like, hey, you guy, you know something? I need to know that. Oh, he's dead. Shit. Now well, what? Well, we'll just wait and see what happens. Oh, there's a thing. Let's go steal it. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like you really need to like watch that movie again slowly. Uh, I probably will. I liked it. I know. <laughs> Which is my, goes back to what I was saying. They did their job because even though as a non-reader, you still watched the movie. Yeah, but that last part. All right, we're gonna keep going forever. Yeah. What do you got, Hollywood? <laughs> so <Final> clo- thoughts? <laughs> closing thoughts. Yeah. I think we just said that. Yeah, I liked it except okay. for that one scene. Okay. Now, tell me this, Maestro. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> tell my, me. my closing thoughts. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I was kind of bored through it. There were elements of it that I liked, like the whole Sphinx okay. thing, how they tied that together. The crow really confused me Absolutely. because it's going from magic science. Ma- like I don't know if the crow right. The, the is point is we're supposed magic. to believe that it's not magic. Well, that's the thing about them. The crow is not explained because it is unexplainable. I know, but the way it's shot, it makes you believe. If that I it's read magic. the books, would I understand what the crow was? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't like that. Uh, Sherlock Holmes is like a, like a almost like a Batman, a badass. Yeah, like a badass. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't. I don't like that. It was fine. It reminded me a lot of Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen. Okay. This is better than Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. But like, it reminds me of that kind of like hokiness of the mm. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I wouldn't watch this again. No. <laughs> I kind of want to watch the sequel now okay. that because I really like Moriarty. Yeah. And I think well, they set him up for the next one. Yeah. It has, he has to be in the next one. I don't remember. I'm guessing. Did you say saw the next one, in my show? I seen all of them. Is he? How many are there? I'm not saying. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> There's one, two. Okay. 
Oh, according to this, they're going to make Sherlock Holmes 3. Cool. There's three. Nice. <laughs> Game of Shadows. Moriarty, Moriarty, Moriarty. I don't see him anywhere in here. Yeah, he's in here. Yeah, All Moriarty's right. number two. Yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, and they actually play a big pivotal point um, in the books. Um, um, is a big spoiler. Oh, um, the books Sherlock again. is supposed to die. Okay. And in sequel, he dies. Oh. Or does he? I think, right? Really? Well, if you watch the show also. I'm being serious. Yeah. Or am I? <laughs> Interesting. Um, <laughs> watch the show, Hollywood, for real. Mm-hmm. You, I know. Gonna, I want to. I also want to watch Luther. Yes. Good, good yeah, I wanted to look at that. Idris Elba. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them. But we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Would you like to hear good reviews or bad reviews first? Start with the bad. Okay. Mary F. Poles of Time... I read about it in Time Magazine. <laughs> says... The Asian Dawn. What is surprising is how bland the results are. The explosions and action sequences have an odd cheapness to them, and the central plot is one of those dreary take-over-the-world routines. That's dumb. It's true. No. Yeah. Well... But it's not dreary. Uh, they, I think it was a good spin. All right. I feel like it's based upon the what it looked like, too. I mean, it was very, very, very overcast the whole time. Well, it's London. Mick LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle says, Guy Ritchie is the worst screenwriter in the world. But, but to be fair, he is not the worst director. He's only the worst director of the people who actually get to make movies. What? Okay. I like Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. That was uh, Lock, Stock, and, and Snatch, and uh-huh. I think Revolver. He, yeah, I think he's just like just against Guy Ritchie altogether, that's all. Mm-hmm. Memento, was that Guy Ritchie also? No, that was Christopher Nolan. Oh, it was Guy Pierce. No, Guy Pierce was the, the actor, actor yeah. but it was Christopher Nolan who directed okay. it. Adam Graham of the Detroit News says, If Sherlock Holmes truly is the world's most keen detective, surely he would have sniffed out that this film was a stinker. Uh, wah, wah. Kirk Honeycutt of The Hollywood Reporter says, The plot? Wish you hadn't asked. What? I honestly, this is not a good plot, I'm guessing. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a fine plot. I mean, you only had like one real gripe. Yeah. That is... It could have been avoided if they just cut that last scene. No. All right. Now it's time for the good reviews. <laughs> Todd McCarthy of Variety says, If you can get over the idea of Sherlock Holmes as an action hero, and if indeed you want to, then there is something to enjoy about this flagrant makeover of fiction's first modern detective into a man of brawn as much as brain. Okay. Well, that's, wait, that's, is that good? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm on the good ones. Then. Right, it doesn't sound very good. Keith Phipps of the AV Club says, It's a highly entertaining example of the form, directed with just the right amount of panache by Guy Ritchie, whose showmanship finally finds the right side of self-indulgence. Again, doesn't sound like good. <laughs> These are weird good ones. Joe Newmeyer of the New York <laughs> Daily News says, Though purists may balk at Arthur Conan Doyle's literary world being manhandled into a blockbuster by never-subtle director Guy Ritchie, <laughs> Downey has a winning take on Holmes. <laughs> These are the worst good reviews. Last one. Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times. The less I thought about Sherlock Holmes, the more I like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> oh, my God. How is that? These aren't good. Oh. Those aren't good reviews. Those are backhanded assholes. Uh-huh. All right. Now it's time for the game everyone loves to play, the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is a part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomato score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60% to 84% is fresh, and 85% up is certified fresh. With your Rotten Tomatoes, uh, official Rotten Tomatoes paddles, what would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, Let's do the audience first this time. Okay. 
uh, it's Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. And this is right after Iron Man Two. All right, this is this Iron Man or Iron Man Two. This is right after Iron Man Part One. Okay, because okay. it's right. two thousand nine. It's uh, I'm going I'm going fresh. Okay, it has to be because it's just it's 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 awesome. This is Downey Jr. wagon right now, man. Yeah, man. At least around this time. Yeah, but I mean, he's, it's just. Overall, I think it was well done, except for the whole thing with Moriarty. Uh, I'm going to go 75%. Okay. Well met, sir. I would go 82. 77%. Ooh. Fresh. All right. Now the tomato meter, the critics. Critics. Well, based on those reviews, they can't like it. Jesus. That was the critics reviews. Yeah. And we're guessing the critics No, score. we just did the audience. What? All right. Yeah, you just guessed the audience. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now you're doing the- Critics... They're not going to be as good as the audience because they're just not. Uh, but it was shot well. I don't. I'm gonna okay. I'll go eighty three percent. Oh thank goodness! I was going to sixty five, seventy percent. Mm. So it's also fresh in the eyes okay. of the critics. At least it's fresh. At least it's fresh all around. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. <laughs> we noticed that Paul Giamatti has slowly been in a lot of the movies we're doing, and since both me and Adam equally love him, we decided to ask what role would Paul Giamatti have had in this movie. I'm going with lead detective. Yeah, the the wait, inspector. The, yeah, the inspector chief guy? inspector. Chief inspector guy. The guy who puts mm-hmm. the key in his shirt. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Maybe Moriarty, but you just hear Giamatti's voice. I, that's the thing about that. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. You can't I wouldn't no. That'd be too distracting. Yeah, but I do like the chief inspector. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's perfect. What if you? What if he was one of the goons? Oh, hello, hello. Yeah. He has that, like Cockney accent. <laughs> hello, hello, Mr. Holmes. Yeah. One of the ogre's uh, friends? Yeah. All right. And he's like the he's like the over the top like uh shoot 'em up Giamatti with yeah. a, with a cockney accent. Be careful running down the old apples and pears. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good choices. Mhm. Either way, either of those would work. Yeah. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show. Or yeah. The uh the the, the guy that was the chief of police guy, the the one that was above him in the, in the, in the scene with the uh you mean the, the dude- fire pit? Oh, the dude that we didn't believe. The guy in the Magic Club, yeah. Yeah. The chief of police. Yeah. Commissioner. Right, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That that would have been an interesting... Commissioner Hardon, yes. Yeah. Interesting scene. He's seen them banter between each other. Oh, that would have been good. Mm -hmm. Downey and Giamatti. Mm -hmm. Mm. Now it's part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or information you may not know about the movie. There are repeated references to five women murdered by Lord Blackwood before the beginning of the movie. Five is also the number of women that the bulk of historians agree were murdered by Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that I was White Chapel. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought I thought there was going to be a Jack Ripper connection at the beginning. Mm. That he was Blackwood was actually Jack yeah. Ripper. Director of photography Philip. Ooh, weird Ooh. connection. Weird connection. Giant up. Jack the Ripper was played by somebody else that played a Hobbit in Son of Sam. Oh, the uh, he played the original Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, and then from, Watson in from Hell. Yeah, and from Hell. That's what yeah. it was from Hell. That's why he's and, then, and then Watson was the uh, other Hobbit. Mm-hmm. In the TV show. So yeah. 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 All right. Look at that. Connection. Would that be a rainbow connection, Maestro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, director of photography, Philippe Rosalat, used a high sp- used a special high-speed digital camera specifically to film the punch bowl fight sequence. The Was shirtless, it 4K? The shirtless fight sequence. Oh, okay. Uh, the key moment where Holmes punches his opponent's jaw was filmed one second in real time and turned into a seven-second shot without additional post-production aid. Nice. So they just shot that one, and then they sped it up. So you had to actually punch seconds. the guy in the face? I'm sure it yes. wasn't wow. like a hard punch. 
<laughs> I mean, you can get that kind of like look without hitting them hard. Oh, okay. The screenplay for this film was featured in the 2008 Blacklist. That is a list of the most liked unmade scripts of the year. Oh, okay. That's that was cool. interesting. Hmm. The four symbols referred to in the movie, the man, the lion, the ox, and the eagle, are also attributed to the four gospels of the Christian Bible. Matthew, Matthew Mark, Luke, and John. Uh-huh. Matthew, man. How do you he, know this? He used to be in the bubble. Uh, yeah, man. Matthew represents man, the humanity of Christ. Mark, the lion, for courage and for action. Luke, for the ox, for strength and perseverance. And John, for the eagle, for clarity of sight and for divinity. All right. Money makes the world go round, fellas. Ooh. We want to put this film in perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for Sherlock Holmes in 2009, $90 million, nine zero. Hmm. Would you like to guess <laughs> its worldwide gross Let's on see. a $90 million budget? That's a high budget. This... You want to go first? Uh, you should go first. Okay. 90... I'm going to go with 310. Okay. 310. 310. $310 million. Um, I'm going to go with 240. Okay. In Mostly the, overseas, by the way. Mostly overseas. In the U.S., this grossed $209 million. Holy shit. Overseas, it grossed $315 oh, million. Oh, wow. Bring its worldwide gross to $524 million. Wow. I was half off. <laughs> so you know how I said it has to make three times its budget? Yes. It made six times its budget. That's what I was figuring. I knew it at least made three times, but wow. Sequel. Yeah, and because it's a sequel. I, I figured it would do really well in, in overseas, mm-hmm. but that that's a lot better than I thought it was going to do. This film debuted in second place on the weekend of December 25th, 2009, with $62.3 million. $62 million was oh, second Christmas place. Oh, Christmas release? Hell yeah. That's, that's, most of the money comes to that right there. $62 million came in second place. You wow. Know, number one that weekend was Avatar with $89 million. Makes sense. Do you have numbers for the Star Wars yet? The, the, the oh, yeah. Wars? It already broke like mostly every, every record. record. Okay. Mostly every record. Uh, according to Box Office Mojo, this is the eighth highest grossing film in the category. Detective. No. Adventure uh, period piece. Okay. Number one is Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. The first three are the, the pirate movies. Wait, hold on. What was the so it's an adventure Pirates movie. Of Curse of Black Pearl. A, a period piece is like a. Uh, it's usually typically yeah. a movie like in the 1800s, 1700s, right? And it's an adventure film. Oh, so adventure. the top three okay. are pirate All right. Caribbean yeah. movies: Curse of Black Pearl, um, Dead Man's Chest, and World's Something End. Something about the world. Yeah. yeah. And finally, this was the tenth highest grossing film in 2009. Number one was Avatar. Of course, a period piece. <laughs> I'm off my game, Adam. I saw this on Amazon. Oh, did you? Yeah. How did you see that on Amazon? Did you click on the link on our site first? I did. In which case, it takes you right to Amazon. Right to Amazon. And then you do your normal shopping as normal. Uh, It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. We get a little kickback for Mm -hmm. anything seen, bought, purchased through our link. Keeps the lights on. Yeah, man. Doesn't make us money, but we don't spend money. I feel like I'm watching a weird commercial. A Jaguar commercial? A Jaguar. <laughs> Just how it's spelled. Yes. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. That's 2009 Sherlock Holmes, directed by Guy Ritchie. Check out our website, ratpatpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us out in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch that film before any other requests. Next week, in honor of um, January, January, I've told you guys before, is infamous. It's a dump month. Right. September and January are the dump months. That's where Hollywood gets all the shit movies, and they just dump them in January. Ah. Because they know this is the slowest part of the year for people to go to watch movies. Right. Because everyone's at the gym. So these movies, they don't really believe in too much? They're like, um, let's just see what ha- Let's just throw it against the wall, see what happens. We made it already. Have, we don't believe in it. Let's just get it out of our They have no system. faith in this. Okay. So they're just going to see what happens. All right. Next week, we're watching a movie Adam actually was interested in watching. Mm-hmm, it stars mm-hmm. his one of his boys, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, man. We're going to be watching 2014's I, Frankenstein. Yeah. This was released in January of 2014, and it was a dump movie in a dump month. I believe it. It took, it took me a while to watch it, because I, I, I was curious because of Eckhart. This came uh-huh. like shortly after The Dark Knight, right? No. No? Dark Knight was like 08, okay. 09. All right. So this was like five years later. Oh, jeez. It's still fresh in my mind. It's always fresh in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I remember like seeing like, oh, yeah, I'm curious. And then I eventually saw it, and uh, things happened. <laughs> it was a movie. It was a movie. <laughs> Check out I, Frankenstein on, on Amazon. I think it's on Amazon Prime if you're a Prime member. Oh, cool. Or you can just rent it. Yeah. Get the, Give us the three, the percentage of the three ninety nine dollars yeah. to rent that movie. <laughs> so uh, I Frankenstein, fellas, we're going back. It's not a horror movie, but it, it's it's going back to that world. It's got horror themes. It's, it's like it's a got like, horror theme. It's like an underworld theme. Yes, underworld is, is an apt analogy. Adam should love it because the character's name is Adam Frankenstein. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good name. Yep. Uh, so check out I Frankenstein. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it yet, Mason? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I know Adam has. So Adam likes it. I usually hate it. So that should be an interesting uh, we'll episode. Ooh. All right. Challenge accepted. So until next time, guys, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. Jolly old chaps. <laughs> <laughs>